I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. So you are getting what you owe. Well, you're spoiled, Nikki, um, because you'll get what you owe. But here's, we'll give you a Zen talk. Uh, So recently I gave a talk on delusions and illusions. What do you think about that as a Zen talk? I'm very excited. I was, I'm, I'm always, that's, that's, you know, <laughs> you, you look, Pete and I are both behaviorists and I love behavioral science and I'm um, talking about it all the time, but I'm all, I'm always like, let's do another, I want to learn more about Zen. <laughs> Whenever we sit down to record our podcast, I'm always, I'm always making a request. So I'm so excited to talk about this today. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I recently gave a talk and sometimes like, I never know where it's interesting. Like I like to improvise. You know, and so um, yes, I'm trying in do. my <laughs> in my professional life. I'm you do, trying. True. I'm trying to get a little bit more organized to improvise less. But it's like mm-hmm. at my core, I'm somebody who just improvises. Do you improvise? Uh huh. You do. I like to. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm like a. This is not going to surprise you. I'm like a structure <laughs> and flexibility person. So I like I like to have like a framework, and then I like to riff. Okay. I feel like the framework gives me actually more space to riff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I like, um, I wish I liked more of that. So anyway, I gave a talk recently about illusion delusion and I started it and I, because I like to connect to what's going on in the world. I mean, I think for me, that's also when East mm-hmm. meets West, like we're trying to bring, mm-hmm. you know, to our listeners that there's a lot going on in the world. Everything is behaviorism because everything's behavior. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're reading, whatever you're, you know, struggling with. Um, and so in the Zen, in the East world, in the spiritual practice, the idea of delusion is that everything we are existing is a delusion. So like right mm-hmm. now, if you're driving, it's a delusion. You know, if you're listening mm-hmm. to this podcast on your way to the supermarket or, you know, if you're um, dealing with like a really challenging boss and maybe about to get fired or moving to, all of it is an illusion, you know? And so- Is it a, is it an illusion or a delusion? You just use those interchangeably. So I want to make sure, I, I want to make sure I'm understanding. I knew you would. <laughs> Um, I I think from a Zen perspective, it would be sort of synonymous because it's the idea is that, you know, there's a saying nothing exists outside the mind and nothing exists inside Mm -hmm. the mind. You know, Mm -hmm. and remember, like a lot of the Eastern stuff is trying to like get you confused. So, you know, whether it's a so so let me ask you this, like a delusion Mm -hmm. is a is very much a psychological term. Yes. And, and also, and I, I'm just going to say this because yeah. we've talked about this in other episodes. The one thing I think is sometimes difficult when we're talking about Zen concepts in English yeah, is exactly. that these concepts were not written in English. So I think that's where like the translation can then get sort of confusing. Like, oh, well, it, it's like delusion yes. in English means one thing. And then what it's been translated from in a Zen concept might mean another, but Anyway, I just think that's important to say because um, they may yeah. be different. They, you know, same same letters, same sounds, but different yeah. meaning. Yeah, and I guess I, I think I even struggle in the West for like for differentiating them in a way, to be honest, because mm. I think that that's been my meditative practice where I don't know if I see much of a difference between delusion or illusion. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like well, when I if we talk about delusion just as it's defined um like psychiatrically right yeah. that's a very specific meaning of that word which is right. 
you know, I mean, I'm not going to pull up the DSM right now. No. Um, Cause, cause I don't feel like it, <laughs> but, 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 um, but uh, just being, just being honest. Um, but I, but, but it's really speaking to, um, something that's happening psychologically when somebody believes something so, that that's not real right. so intensely, it's so rigidly that, um, it, you know, it's so, and so, so pervasive in experience that of course it then pretty can pretty severely, um, and sometimes even dangerously impact their functioning. Right. So like, that's yeah. like a delusion in like, is going to be in a psychiatric or psychological term is going to mean one thing. Um, yeah. I, when you're talking about it from a Zen perspective of delusion or illusion, I'm with you. I think yeah. I would also see them as synonymous. Yeah. And you know uh, yeah. So I, th- I, I think that that's, and so I started to talk about that in this talk because I was realizing, and I think that's helped me, through some of the challenges that I've gone through recently where I'm like all, you know, it's just life or it's just a job or it's just suffering, you know, like it's all an illusion. It's all a delusion, which is a really hard place to get to. And so the Zen teaching here is really that that's what it is. Um, And what, what, and the context for which I brought this up was like, I was trying to, um, I was scheduled like three different dates to give the talk and they kept switching on me. And I was like, yeah, sure. I could do it. Yeah, sure. And I was, the the first date I was scheduled to talk was on the anniversary or one of my teammates birthdays who passed away. And so mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, that, that would have been great context. Not great, but that would have been context for my teaching because, you know, impermanence and, and even just mm-hmm. the, the, the illusion of loss, you know, because there's a, like a deeper level of spirituality when people leave this life in the East mm-hmm. is a real sort of big concept, you know, reincarnation, which I think mm-hmm. we've talked about, but, um, but I wanted to, for listeners, the way that we, I, I, I phrased this was, there's a term called shikintaza. Um, mm. And so shikintaza is just sitting. And so it is a Zen practice of sitting. Um, so sometimes, you know, we've talked about meditation on here where sometimes people sit and they're working on a koan, which we've done a whole episode mm-hmm. on koans. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people sit and just breathe, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, and they count their breaths or just breathe. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes people use a mantra. Um, mm-hmm. there's transcendental meditation. There's all different mm-hmm. things. Shikintaza is a term of just sitting. So whatever mm-hmm. comes up in your brain. So I was on one of my silent retreats and I went into Daisan with one of the teachers, which is like the one-on-one opportunity. And I said, you know, I'm finding myself so distracted because at that time we were renovating the kitchen and I was mm-hmm. sitting and I just kept thinking about the contractors, how annoying they mm-hmm. are. I was like thinking about like what color the the countertop should be. And I felt like mm-hmm. I was judging myself so deeply. Mm-hmm. And so this teacher was like, that's Sheik and Taza. Mm-hmm. Just sit, you know, whatever comes mm-hmm. up, let it come up. And mm-hmm. so I think it's such a liberating experience, right? Like, what do you think? What do you think about that? As I, as I described Sheik and Taza? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's like, it's interesting because I think part of that too is like the allow. I don't want to say this. It's like the bridge between acknowledging that everything is an illusion and a delusion, and also acknowledging that we live in a human life. Yes, because we're allowed to let things come up and experience. Like what you're describing, like like what you're yeah. describing when you're sitting. It's like that's what's coming into your brain because that's what that's right. what. Um, <laughs> that's what was happening in in your life that week and and i think that sometimes the slippery slope or even i don't want to say danger but well, maybe danger sometimes like of of 
when people get overattached to Zen concepts like illusion and delusion is it becomes a way to disconnect from reality. Yes, like they actually yes. go like, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just it's like you, I mean, I don't think you meant it this way. Uh, Peter, yeah. You just said it's just suffering. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. And suffering is like the most unbelievably painful thing that we can encounter. Right. And so I've seen it a lot of times where we're again, like human brains are human brains. So they can take anything and turn it into experiential avoidance, which, you know, we've talked on this podcast before means yeah. basically the brain trying to like, um, use its cognitive capabilities to, um, maneuver out of, get rid of, um, pain, which as Buddhists talk about is inevitable part of being alive. Yeah. Well, and you're going to, so what that led to was also like a delusion of choice, you know, mm. because yes, suffering is inevitable peace. Again, we've talked about that a lot where mm-hmm. we say the, yes, the, uh-huh. the East, you know, the East doesn't even call it suffering, you know, right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's right. just the natural order of living. So they're not giving right. it power. You know, they're simply, you know, observing and moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the delusion of choice is that we all then, and this it got actually a little hairy towards the end of my talk because my teacher then I think was like, I think delusion of choice is a much deeper Zen actual practice. It's a, mm. it's a, it's its own koan. Mm, um, okay. Yeah. And so, you know, th- there's no answer to a koan, you know? And so if someone's mm-hmm. trying to say that, and so I was just simply saying that, like, if I'm doing shikantaza where I'm just sitting, you know, that's all I've got. And so I chose to come to the, you know, to the meditation cushion this, this morning, but that's it, you know, like, and so that's right. That's right. You didn't yeah. choose anything else. That's right. Well, well, I think, well, I think that's, I mean, that always really resonates with me because that's, you know, clinically something I talk to people a lot about yeah. um, because I say like, you know, we don't control anything in the world. I know you don't like the word control behavior, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm basically me. I'm basically meaning the same thing that you're saying. We, cho- yeah. we choose our behavior in this moment. We That's choose it. sometimes in the affirmative, like you chose to go sit sometimes in the responsive, like something happens and we choose a behavior in reaction to something, but yes. we don't choose like, you know, what the weather is. We don't choose like right. whether people say we don't choose like the thoughts our mind gives us or the sensations in our body or the emotions or memories that pop up. Yeah. Um, and that's an extremely difficult practice, but it's like, you know, cause, cause I think maybe something important to say that I think is always important to say when we have these talks yeah. about Zen concepts is like, cause I, again, I, I feel like these are things I may have thought early in my sort of experience with them. It's like, but what's then what's the point? Like why, why talk about these things? Why grapple with cons? Like why, yeah. you know, and it's like, because to, to create space to, to live more fully in this moment. That's right. Yeah. And like, that's the point. Like, that's why we're doing it. Like, that's well, all there is. That's, or, or just, just she can Taza, you know, because ooh, that's what ends up happening is everyone's looking for the outcome, you, you know? Oh, oh yeah. No, to- no, totally. Yeah. And it will, but I, but, but I think what I'm saying live more fully in this moment, I mean, Shikintaza, yeah. is that it's, you do. Yeah. This is it. This this is it. It's, it's all you just, got. It's all we got. And and we'll never, you know, we'll never, ever, ever 100 percent hold on tight to that. Because again, yeah. just for listeners, remember, you got a human brain. I've got yeah. a human brain. Pete's got a human brain. Yeah. You know, the Dalai Lama's got a human brain, right? Yeah. You know, and so even, you know, even monks that practice this stuff, like they're still grappling with having a human of brain, course. even if there's, you know. Yeah. So it's sort of like, you know, and I know in the West coast, I think you guys had some rain or maybe the last time, you know, we talked about that, like you, uh, could, winter, yeah. you could be annoyed by that, you know, and notice the annoyance. Cause like, for me, it's like, I'm drying, 
uh, 12 paws, you know, and 12 bodies as I'm trying to get them, you know, uh, you know, from uh, go to the bathroom to come back inside. And so you could be really frustrated and be like, what the heck? And why is it like this? And, you know, or you can just, you know, notice yourself getting to that, to that space and then, you know, to take a deep breath and move on. And so, you know, I talked about the difference between koans and shikantaza. And I think for me, like shikantaza is something that was a little bit more kind of, it's active. So especially for like mm. high, like high performers, um, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not easy, um, but koans are like, I don't know, they're just so intellectual, yet they're mm-hmm. not supposed to be, which is what's annoying. It's like the dialectic that kind of annoys me in them. Uh, because well, is it like did you say it's like to untangle the mind? Like yeah. that's the point. So you have yeah. to like get confused to create space, basically. Like right. yeah. Well, I'm confused like every day, every moment, anyway. So. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so it looks like it's it's they're very um it's like very it's well my I mean again I'm like yeah. extreme 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 novice on this, but like my my very minimal understanding from what you shared, it's like you like using thinking to not get caught in thinking basically that's right right using yeah. thinking to not get caught in thinking because you yeah. will think but i so yeah. she can taza is not like so the goal is not to always be designing your kitchen every time you're sitting you just let it come in and and then you may want to use another skill that you have you know to a mantra breathe um you know something else because ultimately it's it's a brain exercise and uh you know again so think about it like listeners uh that really life is life um and my teacher ended with a quote at because he shared from his coach um um teacher uh, glassman and the quote was breathe in the whole world best as i can breathe out your response to the world the best that you can This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Pete Economo. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin. Content is for informational and educational purposes only.